Welcome, good evening. And we have another episode of the Alexa Moore podcast. And tonight our guest is Miss Colleen Rapp uh, from Colorado. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please take a moment to do so now. And you can take the time to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you to all those who have subscribed so far. If you love the content that we've been putting out, go share it with a friend, family, colleague. Uh, this is season two, second episode. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you for joining Alex and I. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, you, Mo. Can I call you Mo? Sure. That's that's my that's my name. That, that's, that's <laughs> once you call once you call me Mo, we 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 are good. We're good. That means we're good. A lot of people call me Coco, so it's kind of. Kind of the Coco. same. Okay. Coco. Okay. Well, welcome well, to the show, Coco. Oh, thank yes. you, Mo. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, for coming on, taking time out of your, I'm sure, busy schedule uh, to hop on with us tonight. Um, very excited. Um, obviously, you have been a, a big, big supporter of our profession. Um, I think tonight's episode will be very interesting to see you know, through the eyes of a consumer, somebody who's experienced what we do as a profession um, and can kind of give us the feedback that would be beneficial. I mean, I know that you've been, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You've been, you know, you were awarded a, a, an award, I believe, for just kind of your enthusiasm for the profession. Obviously, Jerry, uh, who's been a former guest of ours, speaks very highly of you. Um, I, I've seen, you know, obviously your support on Twitter. And, and first of all, thank you. Thank you very much, because we need more people like yourself uh, to help us. Because uh, as I commonly, you know, say on, on our show, you know, we're still sitting at the kitty table, uh, you know, in, in the big picture of medicine and healthcare. We don't we don't have a seat yet. Uh, at, at the big grown-up table um, with the decisions and the impacts that we can have on people's lives. So, you know, people like yourself are the ones that can help us get to that to that level. So long way away just saying thank you very much, first and foremost. You're uh, okay. I think, yeah, I think that award was the Friends of the Private Practice um, Award, right, that you received last year? Yeah, so what's really okay. cool about it is this... Um, I think, and I'm not really sure, but in the past, a lot of maybe organizations and people, you know, have won it. But it's really cool that I was the first patient that ever won it for um, just being an advocate and doing like years and years and years of work just to help out students, to bring awareness and just to really just make people realize that you guys matter. Alex, you just said you're not on a big platform, but to a patient, you are a big platform because when I come to PT, um, I, as a patient, rely on all of you to, to um, help me get through my rehab. And when I'm sitting there, I look at so many patients that are so happy with their physical therapist and believe in them. And I read stories. I read a story the other day of how even Patrick Mahomes, when he hurt his ankle, his physical therapist got him through that. So I do believe you're on a big platform. I don't believe you're, you're recognized as, um, uh, you know, the, the most important people, but you are. 
to me, you guys are my heroes and you should be recognized in the medical field because you guys are what are what's important. You know, I, I had two surgeries before on my shoulders and I have done really well because I believed in my care. I believed in my PT and I put that care into my life every day and I'm successful. So I believe getting that platform out will put you guys to be recognizable and deserve to um, have the recognition of the hope that you give everybody because you give a ton of people hope. And that's my opinion, so. So did you know about physical therapy before you ever received physical therapy? Um, I, I've heard of it and I, I had gone a couple times and I didn't really believe in it because I, I don't think I received the right care. It was like a couple times and I left and it was like, and this is kind of like a joke, you know? It didn't really give me um, the right perspective until I fell in 2014 and hurt my back and I could hardly walk. And I was put into um, care of a physical therapist at CU Anschutz. And I worked with her for like almost a year and a half. And even when I, after my care, she worked with me for maybe two years on a fitness program to keep, to learn how to incorporate everything in my life. So I learned that physical therapy was important and it was important to the patient to put, to put hope into that care. And I had to do the work and I had to believe, but the physical therapist also inspired me to do that. So I think that's a lot of it too. If you go to a physical therapist and it's 15 minutes or 30 minutes and, and it's not a good, um, what do you call it, a good um, impression, then you're not gonna do the work. So, but if you have good care, it, it'll pack you for your life. Do you know I still do everything that I was taught every day because I still wanna, you know, my shoulder was hurting me the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this exercise and I remember this and and it, it changed my life and I'm a better person because of it, so. Well, good care, good care is subjective. So in, in your opinion and from your experience, because you shared that at first, it, it seemed like it was a joke to you. What about that made it a joke? And what is it that you valued with the um, therapist that made you continue to, that empowered you to continue with your exercise program even after discharge? Well, I, I think I thought it was a joke because I, I really never had been hurt you know and so i heard other people that i work with didn't really have good experiences and then when i went one time i didn't have a very good experience but then when when i was really hurt and i really learned um that physical therapy was what was important in my injury you know you go to a doctor and they say go to a physical therapist you know and how i how good i do at that physical therapist is the the outcome I'm gonna have. You know, maybe it will stop me from having surgery. Maybe it will make me stronger. Um, my physical therapist just taught me to, to a, a kind of maybe understood what was wrong with me, tried to determine whether I wanted to get better and do my best and work with her to, to, to recover, you know, and, and made it, and kind of made me realize um, that this was a life thing. 
you know, if I didn't recover right, then my injury could impact me the whole rest of my life, you know? And so the harder I worked and the more I learned, and even to this day of being healthy and doing the things I'm supposed to, I'm just the, the best I can be. So to me, having a good physical therapist and, and having a better experience with a, a, a physical therapist that put in the effort for me too, um, made my rehab successful. So I don't no. know if that makes sense, but it does. It, I see too, so many people that, that have injuries that don't overcome them. And so to me, I'm an advocate because I know that physical therapy is important, so you have to embrace it. And I try to encourage physical therapists to be their best. Don't take the easy way out where you only have 30-minute sessions or, you know what I mean? Every patient matters. Every patient is relying on you. Your success is your patient's success. So take each patient and and just remember that they're relying on you. And it, it, it is matters. It matters. So that's kind of a weird perspective, but it, it, no, it, no, it, it's, it's not, it's not. So what <laughs> three, what three top qualities um, should a student, a physical therapist possess to make a session valuable to any consumer? I think the first is um, talking with your patient, um, learning that, you know, they're scared. They, you know, they don't, I mean, when I first went in and I hurt my back, I didn't even know a lot about my whole body. It kind of sounds funny, but I didn't even realize what was wrong with me. So the first thing is, is if you can educate me on what has happened to me and what, and a little bit more than going into a doctor's office and saying, you did this, you got to go do this. And if you do this in six weeks, you might have this. Do you, so maybe have a relationship where you understand the injury and become um, friends. I don't say friends because, do you know what I mean? But have a good relationship. Second of all, I think trust. I think to trust each other because I trust that person that they're going to, to take care of me and make me do the things I need to do to get better. And the third thing is, is I think always have hope in your patients because your patients have that hope to succeed. So if you don't give them hope, then, then really what can you give them? So my three things are maybe very professional, but as a patient, it's um, when you walk in the room and you're scared and you don't know, those three things can make the difference in your care. So, but professionally, I think um, if I was like to say as a physical therapist, what should you do? I would say the number one thing is just be under, understanding, just be understanding and, and treat each patient as an individual and not as a whole practice. You know, don't have one, um, what do you call it? One, um, come on, Mo, give me the word. One, um, um, a cookie cutter, cookie yeah, cutter um, thing. one size, one size fit all. You yeah, know, onesies, onesies are in style now, so everybody wants to do <laughs> one size fit all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because not everybody's the same. Exactly. I can tell you because you have a child, you have an adult, you might have a a elder person. 
I can tell you that when I go in and I see the elder, I I sit and talk to sometimes when I have a someone right next to me. And I think the elder um, generation going into physical therapy, I think it totally changes their life. I think it gives them so much hope, gives them a little um, happiness in their life to know that somebody is really actually caring. And, it, and so I do believe, and I don't know, I do believe the relationship part of it, I think there's probably restrictions and stuff with rules, but when you come down to it, that 30 minutes or that 45 minutes I'm with that person, that's gonna make all the difference in the world to what I do. So that's the only thing I can tell you is that I can can give advice to. It's not that cookie cutter, it's not you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. You need to do what you need to to build a relationship with that person so they can be the best they can be. So Colleen, it, it, to me, it sounds like you're saying being a better human being, being a receptive person, being a caring person is far more superior than any kind of technical skills. Um, obviously those help, but if you can't connect with that person, you know, sitting across from you, next to you, whatever the case may be, then it is hard to build that trust. It is hard to to have that that friendship that you described, right? So, and, and I think a lot of times we get lost um, in you know the alphabet soup of letters behind our name, and you know, kind of what what Jimmy. Uh, said last week on our episode was, you know, don't tell me like who you are. Tell me how, what you can do for me or right. for you in this right. case, right? Because it doesn't really matter that I'm a doctor of physical therapy. It doesn't really matter that I had my sports specialist certification. If I can't help you, if I can't meet you where you are, none of that matters. Right, right have a little character, you know, you know, have, I think that's the most thing I, when I go to my PT, cause I um, have a, a injury right now, I slipped on some ice and I have a, some tears in my Achilles. So I'm going through a, a pretty hard um, road right now. And every day I walk in we say, hi, we smile at each other. We talk for a minute, we laugh, and then we get to business and we have the trust. And every time I don't miss, I go because I have that trust and I have that hope. And so, so you're saying you're saying if you have a great rapport with your therapist, consolation rates are going to be down. They're going to be awesome. They're going to be really? awesome. <laughs> they're going to be awesome. I mean, I had such a good relationships with the PTs that I have that I raise money for student funding. I'm so such a big addict, advocate. I I yell out to the world. Um, what a great profession you are because you're technically and I say this a lot you're the most important thing between point of injury and health and it's so true and unless I do good in that in that in between I don't have any success I don't have any success and in my life I'm so happy um, because okay so I'm 57 I work, um, I've worked in a press room, which is a newspaper business for 34 years. I work a very hard job. 
uh, for maybe 20 of that years. I was just really wild and crazy. Didn't think I had to keep, keep fit, you know, and do the things I needed to do. Um, I got some injuries. I learned that it's every day. I need to sleep good. I need to exercise. I need to do the right things. I need to take care of my body. I need to be the best I can be. My physical therapist taught me as a whole that I need, I can be better. I need to be um, better to do my job. You know, it's just, it was a physical job. And in life, I think people um, take that with their injury. Some people take it serious, some people don't. But if you go to the right physical therapist and you get the right care, I guarantee you that impacts their life. I think they remember it. And I think it, it, it's, just, it's just success. I mean, and the problem of it is, is that you have so many patients and people that you impact that don't have a say, they can't you know, have a voice. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find ways to give people voices because if the physical therapy world could give patients more voices, then you could reach that platform that you're looking at, Alex. You guys could reach that because we are your ultimate success. We have the stories. We see you. You impact our lives. And it matters. It just matters. So. But do you believe Colleen or Coco? I will call you Coco. Coco. Okay. Um, my late great cousin, that was her, her uh, <laughs> name, Mama Coco. Um, rest in peace, uh, Miss Cora Panton. So do you believe as a profession, we have a clear, creative, captivating message or branding so we could connect with consumers so they know what we do and what we can offer to them? Do you believe our message as physical therapists collectively is clear, it's creative and it's captivating. And do we actually connect with people? Um, honestly, um, honestly, <laughs> okay. As a whole, I probably don't believe so. I believe, I believe as, as individuals you do, I see individually all the time, you know, but I, I think you're more, is it more as, as you're, you're each individuals, you each have practices, you, you each do different things. I don't personally, to be honest with you, and I don't mean to offend anybody, I see you guys get together as a whole, but I don't see you advocate as a whole. I don't see that you put on a whole bunch of things to, as a whole to, to make the patient better. Do you know what I mean? Or business. I think if you guys um, stuck together, it's kind of like this. And it's going to be a, a weird um, analogy, okay? We're listening. So, student student funding. I I I I'm I'm really big on student funding. If every physical therapist in the world, how many is there? One hundred seventy-five thousand or something like that, gave ten dollars a month to a student scholarship. That's a ton of money, and that would change a student's life. That would change student scholarships if people did that. If all physical therapists were a little bit more together. I think there's a lot, like a lot of people show me their research and a lot of people do different things. But you asked me as a whole, if I believe that you do it. And I can honestly tell you, I don't see that as a whole. And I, I sorry if I offended anyone, I think it would be a good thing as you did. I, I believe in one of my, um, my heart, 
if you could have, um, I put out videos sometimes. I make videos. I make posters. <laughs> why don't you guys have posters of people? Why don't you have videos of, of different physical therapists? Um, you know, what you do as a whole, screaming all over your practices. Why don't well, you, you, have... you know the first thing most people are going to say? That's a HIPAA violation. That well, HIPAA. <laughs> but you're right. We aren't, we aren't creative. We're not good at marketing. We're not good at sales. And that's that's one of our biggest downfalls. The hey, people, hey, the people that you see advocating <laughs> yeah. for physical therapy are actually people, I would say, that are building their own personal brands or right. their business brands. Right. They're the ones who are creative. They're the ones who are captivating. They're the ones who are connecting with the audience. And we need more physical therapists to do so. Yeah, but reality is the big thing in this world. You know, I mean, it, 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 when people started doing reality, uh, everything blew up in this world. So I'm just saying, I mean, I'm pretty successful because I am the patient that is being an advocate and I don't have rules. Do you know what I mean? I don't have that, all those HIPAA rules. I don't have, I can, I can get on Twitter, make a poster. I can, you know, make a little video, tell everybody, hello, I'm an advocate. I, I believe in physical therapy. And you know what? I get a lot of views and I make an impact and I have made an impact. So that's what I'm trying to say. There is ways that all of you can make an impact. I would rather see some um, podcasts like this. I'd rather see who the physical therapy, therapy world is when I see videos. You know, I just... Right before I got on here, I looked at a tweet that you just set out is who are you was on the bottom line. You are who you are. You're, you're a wonderful, you're, you are who you are. And you need to get that out. It's, it's, it, it does, it's just, it's kind of like that, um, ace, that pot of gold. Once you guys get out who you are and start advocating for yourself, you can wear shorts, you can, can be together more, you can speak more. I, I listen to you when you speak on Twitter. I listen to everything you say. You make an impact on me. You know, it's a voice. Oh, thank you. It's I appreciate not, that. I appreciate it's, not always, I appreciate it's not always professional. It's, it's your impact that you have on people. So that's what I'm trying to say is, you guys have an impact you haven't reached yet. And when you reach that, you're going to get that platform and you're going to reach more people. And when more people like me can just just express my my feelings and tell me tell you how um, you changed my life and you made it better and how I see it every day and all the patients that are sitting in a waiting room waiting to get better and the hope that they have, that that is that's what I see in physical therapy. That's what I see it's important in physical therapy. So hopefully one day that will happen. Well, thank you for being honest. And we expect everyone that comes on our show to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Be honest. <laughs> There's going to be no backlash, no cancel culture. Right, Alex? We good? <laughs> yeah. We, this is this is a, a open forum. It, it's a, a safe forum. I mean, we don't... We don't judge, but I, I think what you're saying is is absolutely true. Um, I, I don't think that anybody can realistically um, say. Yeah, who's? Let me see. Is that me? No, I don't think it's me. Is it you, Mo? It's better. 
Hello. Hello. It might be me, I guess. I don't know what's going on. So can I just give you an example? Just one example real quick. When I won my award, can you hear me? Um, yes, we can hear you. I had a after um, laminate on and it said friend. And Jerry, you know, my friend Jerry, he was just like, oh my gosh, this is, <laughs> and he took a picture. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it was just, to him, it was a big milestone, you know? And so each day you guys are gonna reach more milestones. And I just, I just think um, when I talked at CSM in um, Colorado, it was a really big meeting. And I still hear from people that are saying, you know, let's hear from patients and let's hear from this. So I think it, I think if you if you have more things on what what impact that you have, you can do all the research the research in the world. But if you have people like me and other people um, that is um, the proof of what you guys can do, what what else do you need? Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, I, I thought I totally get it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And I attended one of my first CSMs after I graduated from college. And actually that's the first time Alex and I actually met in person. It was in Anaheim, California in 2015 or 2015, right? 2015, yeah. right before Bash was born. Yeah. So I attended a session and it was a patient panel discussion where mm -hmm. patients were talking about their success with physical therapy. I was so moved by that session. Unfortunately, other CSMs after, those discussions didn't get approved. And right. I was like, oh man. And credit to Sean Hagee, um, when he arranged uh, CSM After Dark, there was a patient discussion. And a lot of us actually got some insights on how to be better clinicians. Um, right. So right. we can actually target consumers. And we fail to do that. We just keep promoting, like, I mean, I don't know what else do we need to know on how to rehab an ACL injury or a tennis elbow or anything like that. I mean, come on, learn the soft skills to improve customer service because we are in a customer service uh, industry. So I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for more patient panel discussions or presentations and I admire that you and others have taken it upon yourselves to advocate for the profession, but we should not be relying on consumers to spread our message. We need to come up as a profession to collectively be clear, be creative, be captivating and connect with people. That's true. But I think that there's a lot of people that like, I think that you have such an impact this is what I'd like to see, okay? Like I said at the beginning, um, and, and, you know, there's movie stars that are important, basketball players, you know, and they got all this fame and stuff. I want to see where in this world that somebody says, you know, my physical therapist is my hero. My, my, my physical therapist is my hero. They made my life better. They changed my life. They are my true heroes. Because the work you're doing in this medical field, it matters. 
it's getting back to the values that we need in our world. You know, all of you matter. And, and that's why I speak out is because I see it. I see it every time I go to rehab all week long. It matters. And I wish the world was like that, where they would recognize um, professions like yours, because it, it's, it would be a better world if they did. And that's my opinion. In your opinion, is there a healthcare profession that you would say does what you would want for the physical therapy profession to do? As far as like advocating for themselves and and putting, you know, that message out there as to how important they are? Um, I think, you know, I probably, if I get got your question right, it was kind of staticky. I, I probably think through what I've gone through is probably more surgeons, you know, even like, you know, the surgeon, um, because a lot of surgeons probably want to do surgery, but a surgeon always sends you to physical therapy for um, six or five weeks to make sure that, like, before you have surgery. So in the two surgeries that I have, and even with my Achilles right now, I can honestly tell you that my surgeon is totally hyped up on physical therapy. You know, he's totally hyped up. So I can honestly say you do have advocates in your medical field more than you think. I think they rely on you more than you think. And, and, and that's also a good way to, to promote yourself because you do have that advocacy within the other medical fields because they all send us to you. So they must believe in you a little bit. So did I get your question right? Is that kind of what you asked me? Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think ultimately we need to, and I, I don't know what that sound is. Crazy. Yeah, Alex, it, it, I mean, it comes and goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I agree with you. I think we have a problem, um, as Mo said, of just marketing who we are as a profession. I don't think we have a problem marketing who we are as individuals, because I think that the the younger ones, the up and coming students definitely have understood that part of the business um, because ultimately, ultimately that's what it is. This is a business, you know, yeah. yes, we're in the, the field to help people, but we're also in the field to, to make money and to live a comfortable lifestyle, whatever that may be for that individual. Um, and I do feel like the up and coming uh, therapists understand that and obviously social media plays a role in that um, as to how they use it to kind of improve their situation I mean we've had a bunch of our our uh, younger colleagues who if you follow them on social media now they're doing the thing they're out there marketing themselves they're out there promoting their services and what they do um and they're being successful with it um but we still have some people that are just kind of stuck in the old ways of well no i need to go to the physician 
to get my referrals and that's pretty much the only way I'm going to get my referrals. I need to buy lunch for the doctor. I need to send them some food. I need to do this, you know, and, and it, it's, it's an outdated uh, approach that is still being used. Um, you know, like even, you know, Mo does quite a bit on social media for herself and, and promoting our, our podcast. You know, I've kind of, I've done it before. I've seen more of an interest now in kind of doing videos and stuff, even if it's more on a personal matter. But those are the types of things that connect with people. You know, everything nowadays is a, a reel on Instagram, a TikTok video. So you've got like 30 to 45 seconds maybe um, to make an impact and, and to get people to, to, to kind of fight, so to speak, right? So um, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. I think we need to do as a profession better. Um, some may argue that that's possibly a responsibility of the APTA um, and to how they could factor into that as, as our national association. Um, but it, it's hard, I, I believe, that on a general scale to really put out that kind of, of a campaign when we're so different, right? Like Mo and I do home health. The PT that you have worked with, I'm assuming, is an outpatient physical therapist. So there's going to be some differences as to how the impact is made. The impact that Mo and I make in somebody's home is going to be probably a little different, um, not more or less of an impact, just a different impact as to somebody may have with you an outpatient or somebody may have in a rehab or somebody may have in an inpatient, you know, there's just so different. So I, I don't, I, I think it's still challenging, but I think the way that it unites us all is what you're doing, which is putting out the patient story, because ultimately that's all that matters. If we don't get anybody better, if we don't get you better, if your therapist didn't help improve your life, you would not be sitting here now and you wouldn't be out uh, you know, blowing the horn for our profession to say how good we were because you wouldn't have had that impact. So, you know, as great as the campaign can be, you know, I think it still goes back to what you initially said when we started the, the podcast, which is the three values that you feel that each therapist should have. And that's making that human connection. And a lot of times I think we get lost again in all these things, cool things that we can do, but if it doesn't help you, it doesn't matter. You don't know how many, like I've been on the news, radio, all kinds of things. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So is it my is it my microphone or are you is it, it going to, Yeah, I believe because the connection because you're on your phone and you're in, in Colorado a month in time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that I think it's just that I just see through all my work that I've done that people want to give, they want to help, patients want to have patients I can say to somebody, I was on the news for a concert I did. And I was walking into a store and this lady said, oh, I saw you on the news. I believe in physical therapy. I mean, where, why I do what I do is I, I believe in student funding. 
but I also believe in what I really truly believe in. And what I truly believe is, and it's crazy because I never really thought I'd be like this in my life, that something would mean so much important to me. But I can honestly sit here and tell both of you, truly in my heart, I believe in physical therapy. I believe what it does. I love the hope I see in people. I love watching people um, get better. I love um, what it does and how it affects people's lives. And, and I'm not going to stop you know, being an advocate because I think, I think one day you're going to reach your goals and one day more people are going to be able to speak. And, and one day people will recognize you because of the work you do for the patient and and that it will happen because it's happening now your patients are are basically football players you know like i dave Luton is a really good friend of mine and he's his he's one of my favorite stories because he was a football player and physical therapy helped him and he became a physical therapist i went to physical therapy the other day there's a student in there that was a patient she was a patient and, and it helped her so much she became a student and she's going to become a physical therapist. So your impact on people is amazing. You just don't hear the stories and that's the stories that got to get out because that's what I'm trying to tell you through this whole thing. That your stories are so amazing. They're better than movies. They're better than so movies. So see, stories, stories are what connects, uh, are what connects people. And a lot of right. people who became students and eventually physical therapists only right. knew about the profession because they were once injured or right. a loved one right. of theirs was injured so they saw physical therapy at work but alex i don't care no the setting that you are in ultimately each physical therapist goal is to help the patient move better or live a better quality of life so right. the message is central we right. have a central message whether right. you are in pelvic health, whether in pediatric, whether in geriatric, orthopedic, somebody has a problem and they're coming to physical therapy. Right, right. So it's a central message, no matter what. So yes, the APTA has, uh, has the biggest platform for us to do the promotion, but from this one phone, I mean, how many followers do you have? How many followers do I have? How many followers does Colleen have? Think about all the other therapists that we know. You can reach over 50,000 persons in one tweet. Right. I have, I have uh, over 500 and some, some 600 physical therapists that follow me. I, in two years, Impressive. I've become more friends with physical therapists talking to me because, because I believe. You know, I I know you guys. I get to see you. You get to finally meet me. But you're in my life. I, I look forward to seeing and what you have to say all the time. You know, because you believe. And I thank you for saying that, because it, it is it is it is your message. And, and it's not. I know people that aren't in the APTA. You know, that are physical therapists, and then the, and then there's APTA, I guess, and there's different things. But I do know that every physical therapist all believe in the same thing. You know, they all believe in their, their profession. They all believe in their profession or they wouldn't be doing it. 
So that's why I'm saying you're better together because believing in the same thing, you can conquer so much. You can conquer it. You just got to figure out the way. That's all. I mean, so look, I'm, how I'm, people, look how many people I got to dance with me. And I was just, <laughs> and you even yeah, that's, that That's true. But uh, Coco, I'm going to throw a wrench at you, okay? Um, so you were in an outpatient setting. Um, I'm not sure if it was a one-on-one -on -one session that you had or you were in a clinic that had uh, multiple therapists and multiple patients at the same time. Um, you seem like someone who likes to be around other people. So mm -hmm. you probably like a more group atmosphere versus like the one-on-one -on -one treatment. Um, but you did mention something that I didn't overlook, the time spent with the patient. So what's your view as a consumer on double booking and triple booking and being seen by a tech versus a licensed clinician? Um, well, I've been in both. I've been in a, a, a physical therapy that was a physical therapist that was just me and that physical therapist. Now I'm in a room with a whole bunch of physical therapists. You know what I mean? And I see see um, I see a, a whole different atmosphere. I think the the being in a bigger room, um, I like it better because. I see that they work together. I see how they're working together. I see how patients look at each other and work together. I see a whole bunch of stuff like that. Um, but personally, I, 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 it doesn't really, to me, it, I, can, I can't say that it, 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 it's the experience, I think. You can have a whole room full of people and they might not have a good impact. You can have one person that might have a good impact. So that's what I'm saying is, is, is I can be miss, you know, have a good attitude and, and everything, but unless that environment, no matter what it is, is a good environment, doesn't matter if it's one or 15 people. It, it has to come from the person that's giving the care or the 10 people that are giving the care. And it has to come with the right attitude because I, I see a lot of, I saw a physical therapist one time that was so cookie cutter that I was just like, oh my God, this is horrible. But, and I see people that have personalities. So if I'm answering your questions right, is this, I can't really answer that honestly, because I might do good with one person, I might do good with 10 people, but ultimately it's, it's the positivity, it's the attitude, it's, it's the, it's, it's the experience. It's the experience. So that's that's basically what I wanted to get out of you because I see so many therapists bitch and complain about this setting or that setting and, and stuff out. And ultimately it comes down to the person who is receiving on the receiving end of that experience. If you value being surrounded by multiple therapists and multiple patients and have a good experience, that's value to you. Right. Well, who am I to be arguing and saying, well, my setting is better because I'm with somebody one-on-one. -on -one. I could be with somebody one-on-one -on -one and still give them a lousy experience. Right. So it's all about the recipient. And that's right. why we need to be hearing more from, from consumers. That's just right. my take. Yes. 
So you got it out of me. I did it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> it, it's so hard. It's so hard to to say in thirty minutes how, why you have the passion you have and the why you believe in what you believe in. And the best thing about this podcast is is just that last question. Because we finally got to a point where I can say anything, but it, what it really does come down to is that experience and what impact it has on you. So I hopefully that, that I know that that experience is helping thousands of people in this world. I hope physical therapy is there. Physical therapy, their physical therapists um, focus on that a little bit more. And just remember that you can have everything in this room, but your patient's success in that relationship will reward you more than anything. It will. I tell you, when I received that award and all you guys recognized me because I believe in you, it wasn't the award. It was because you believed in me and you believed in what I, what I was doing and, and you believed in yourselves. That's what that award was about. And, and well, thank you for your support on that. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, Karen, Karen Lisley, uh was the one who initiated it. So yeah. I thank her for um, making the clarion call to the rest of us to, to join in. So, yeah. And I know you've been on her podcast. We have to get Karen on the podcast. So yeah. Karen, this is our... Um, Invitation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about my phone. I'm sorry about the noise. I'm sorry. No problem. Well, and speaking of experiences, this has been an amazing experience, Colleen. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to be with us. Um, it, it's very nice and refreshing to hear from the other side, um, the patient, the consumer. You know what it is that we need to do and what it is that we are doing well, because it's not all bad, um, but ways that we can improve and ways that we can continue to grow our profession um, to take it to the point where, like you said, you know, that we all ultimately care about what we do. We care about our profession um, because if not, we wouldn't be doing it. Um, you know, so Thank you. Thank you very much for coming out with us. It was, a, it was an amazing experience, an amazing time, a lot of good things to take away from, from this conversation with you. Um, and yeah, really, really appreciate you uh, coming out and, and being with us tonight. All right. And as always, everybody, thank you very much. Continue to support, continue to like, share, retweet, all that good stuff, we really do appreciate it. It means a lot to Mo and myself um, as we get rolling here on season two. Um, a lot of more fun, cool conversations that we plan on having this season with you guys. Um, and for now, until- stay, stay tuned for next week. We have a surprise guest. Well, we will announce it, but um, someone who has been in the mental health profession and has a little bit of Twitter controversy recently, but um, she's a licensed uh, social worker uh, by trade. So stay tuned for next week. Thank you again for supporting us. Have a good evening, everybody. Thank you, Colleen, Coco. I'm going to be calling you Coco from now on, okay? Thank you. And everybody catch the masters. 
My man's on with me. My man's on with me. Playing? Yeah, he playing. Oh, gosh. Time for him to retire. All no, right. See you guys next week. Catch you guys on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all social media. Bye.